planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Ever Black Podcast. And on this show, we have Travis Ryan from Cattle Decapitation, who will be heading down under this week with Revocation. And if this isn't the most anticipated brutal tour of the year, then I don't know what is. Tickets have been selling like crazy for this thing, with the show in Adelaide already sold out, Brisbane sold out, then the venue got upgraded and about to sell out again, and uh, the rest are very, very close to it as well. It's just insane. Cattle Decapitation just keep getting bigger and bigger with every album. And it's so good for metal to have a band like that just kicking down doors and changing the game. And, and that's the same with Revocation too. Both incredible bands who have been doing it a very long time but keep pushing their own sound and, and making heavy music interesting. I, I love both these guys. And um, I'm really looking forward to this show. I think it's my most anticipated. I've been talking about it for a very long time. Um, I also really like talking to Travis, too. Uh, he's someone who's serious about what he does, but at the same time doesn't take himself too seriously. He's, he's up for a laugh, really engaging, and uh, one of the best metal vocalists on the planet, that's for sure. Uh, he, he also mentioned in the interview that they are now doing a special VIP upgrade and a special edition shirt in support of... Uh, the Combargo Wildlife Sanctuary, who were sadly affected by the recent bushfires down here in Australia. Uh, I'll, I'll post the links with the article and the video stream, but uh, that's pretty awesome that they are doing that. I mean, metal gets a bad rap, but most of the time it is filled with good, kind, hearted, caring people like the Cattle Decapitation Boys, and, and that's what it's about, you know, it's what music is about. Looking after each other, looking after your metal brothers, uh, and those that aren't, you know, it's, it's about and helping each other. So uh, a big, big thank you to those boys and Destroy Alliance. Total legends. It's uh, really, really cool. All right, the tour kicks off on Thursday, February 13th, and that's at the Bright Side in Brisbane. Uh, final tickets are on sale now to that one. Friday, February 14th at the Factory Theatre in Sydney. Uh, that one's selling quite quickly as well. Uh, Saturday, February 15th at Cambridge Hotel in Newcastle. Sunday, February 16th at The Basement in Canberra. Wednesday, February 19th at Max Watts in Melbourne. Thursday, February 20th at The Pelly Bar in Frankston. And then Adelaide is sold out. And uh, then they've got the Amplifier Bar on Saturday, February 22nd in Perth. Get your tickets now from destroyalllines.com. It's going to sell out, guys, so uh, you've only got a little bit of time left and the VIPs as well, uh, which is awesome value. I mean, you get to hang out with the band and uh, watch their sound check and get some stuff signed, And uh, but you need to have your ticket beforehand. So it is on top of that, just uh, keep that in mind. But what an opportunity, and uh, it goes to the Combargo Wildlife Sanctuary, which is uh, awesome. All right, before we go into this episode, I need to give a shout out to our good friends at Blacklight Art and Design who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They do shirts, hats, patches, you name it. If you can wear it, they can print it. www.blacklightad.com.au. 
show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Also, I want to give a shout-out to the awesome folks at the Occult Clothing brand, Electric Witch, who uh, have been doing awesome things of late, and their designs, the new ones that they've just released, are incredible. Uh, they got shirts, hats, dresses, tops, you, you name it. It's, it's unreal. And uh, if you like things on the brutal, darker side, you know, uh, skulls and all that fun stuff, uh, this one is for you, and that is the brainchild of Matt from Dark Cell. I like my Death Dealer shirt a lot, and uh, I know there is a long sleeve of that coming soon, so I'll have to get myself one of those for winter. All right, don't forget to subscribe to the Ever Black Podcast through iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, YouTube, and Facebook, and check out all our reviews and articles at www.everblackmedia.com. Like us on all the socials and uh, help us spread the word because we appreciate that, guys. All right, here is my chat with Travis Ryan from Cattle Decapitation. Get your tickets now to probably the most brutal tour of the year. Horns high, enjoy. It's been a while since we've uh, had you on the show, but it's great to talk to you again, dude. Thanks for taking the time. Well, thank you. Is this going to be uh, recorded, like my voice or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. For for okay, so I need to I need to put on my uh, my metal dude voice. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I guess this will do. A little kind of sissy voice, um, unfortunately. My natural talking voice. You don't. I'm a like tenor. Of, yeah, but it's not. I've I've heard worse. It's not bad. Uh, I hate hearing my fucking. I hate hearing my voice uh, on anything, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, everyone does. Like, I, I have to edit these, and I hear my own voice and the the bogan twang in my voice, and I just go, I just go, shit. I hate it. I hate it so much. Funny. I roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, the one damn gig I've uh, been crossing off on my calendar is the Cattle Decapitation and Revocation show in Brisbane. And, man, this this tour is fucking crazy for us down here. You know, and venues are getting upgraded. People are losing their minds. Oh, Every time you guys keep coming back, you're just getting bigger. Well, it's insane. We, we, for, I don't know. Well, I know why, but. Since we started, we've only been there twice, and it's like the last two record, records. So, you know, what, last five or six years started coming there. And for some reason, it was like the on Monolith and the last record, we didn't come there until like two years after the fucking thing was done. And it's like we're already like starting to close up shop for that album cycle and going into <laughs> writing another one. So this time we said, look, out of anybody in the entire world, the places we need to hit first— Australia and Japan make that shit happen. So we're not waiting like off the, right off the bat. So we can maybe go there twice for this record instead of once, two years after the fucking thing's already out. You know what I mean? And it's all mm. done. So we made a point to be, to be sure to come to Australia specifically uh, right after the record came out. So this is, this was uh, the, the first time we were able to do it. So I'm fucking stoked. I love it there. We love coming there. It's, it's a challenge to make it work, you know, but, but at least, we have a decent crowd there, and it'll be cool. Oh, people at- love it, love you here, man. It's awesome, and I mean things. But it just in general for you guys, especially you know with Death Atlas, it's it's it seems like it's really ramping up for you guys. Even like uh, you know Eric Rowan repping you guys on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, like the shit. Holy shit, dude, that's massive. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, well, it's funny. Seems- I think a buddy of mine knows him or something like that, and got him the shirt. But always surprised to see something like that, you know. 
It's it's damn cool. Man, you're bringing your buddies uh, Revocation over here for the tour as well, and uh, they're one of my favourite live bands as well. So it's what a team up, man. How's it been touring with those guys in the past? Oh, yeah, we've done a couple with them now, two or two or three, something like that, and saw, uh, hung out with them when we were out in Europe recently. Awesome dudes. I, you know, it's one of the bands where it's just like, just everybody gets along, and then when it's when they're off, offered up, it's just like, yep, definitely get them, you know, kind of thing. There's some bands where it's just like, yep, let's do it. You know, King Parrot's one of them. They're just fucking great guys, fun dudes, people give a shit. So, I don't know. Touring with cool people means a hell of a lot once you've toured with assholes. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. <laughs> sucks. There's nothing worse than being on a tour and having some sort of bullshit drama or something go on, you know? And man, I'm, I'm sure you've seen plenty of it over the years. So uh, now yeah. I guess you're, you're at that point now where you're just like, no, nah, no, nah, not dealing with the shit. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus we're finally being able to headline shit and not have to take anyone's shit anyway. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, man. And especially, you know, um, as I was saying, man, like there's something insanely special about this album too. I don't know if you're seeing it, but there's a bit of a shift in, in death metal happening like right now. And, you know, more bands aren't afraid to add more elements and step out of their comfort zones. You know, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, for me, it's just like how how long am I supposed to just do the and ah, you know? Like, yeah. like uh, fucking, I personally just starting to get bored. I'm 45 years old. I, I, I kind of uh, started touring. I feel a little late. You know, my late 20s, I think, is when I really started or or Late 20s? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Part of it was just keeping it fresh, trying to switch things up. It was just, it was also a slow evolution. I mean, you could start hearing things cre starting to creep in on Karma Bloody Karma, where trying to integrate melodies or, or just certain, you know, I don't know what you'd call it, like special type vocals. I don't know, something outside the box. Uh, it really didn't come to fruition until like Monolith of Inhumanity. And I think it's really because of. Switching a producer to a guy, I told him my complaints or, you know, what what I'm trying to do, and he was able to make it happen. And that's that's the most important part and a big key in how why things changed. We have a solid team now, and we have a solid sound guy, tour manager, and everything, and things are working a lot smoother than they ever have. And um, everybody's getting along better than we've ever have. Just everything's fucking awesome right now. I don't know what else to say fucking killer man you can tell you can totally tell and i mean especially you know in regards to you know your style i mean there's a lot of ambient symphonic stuff and you know you could experiment with those sounds and even translate them to even like acoustic and or or yeah. you know symphonic stuff have you ever experimented or fucked around with your sound well you know behind the scenes nah we're not very uh improvisational i guess you could say um we practice i, I think I, I don't know i feel like that's how death metal has become um over the years or metal modern metal especially i have seen people do it online with uh like piano covers or acoustic covers some guy yeah. did if uh, the last record songs off the last record like if it was a uh actual acoustic song with actual the dude singing like like normal it's funny. It was really eye-opening because I, you know, to see, especially to see somebody else take it out of, put it in that, take it out and put it in that context. Mm. 
it was just like, holy shit, huh? I didn't really think of that. Like, this could actually make a real, you know, beautiful contemporary, uh, adult contemporary song or some shit, whatever you call it. <laughs> and we've done stuff where we've done the opposite, where we took, like, a folk song and tried making it metal, and it just sounded like punk. So we, we ditched that. I'm not going to even explain what that was, but... Um, <laughs> But you can hear it, man, you know, with the melodies and stuff like that. If anything, it proves that, you know, the the normal people out there or the people I talk to, they're like, all they hear is just noise. You know, oh, yeah, and we there. also don't, you know, we don't but, just listen to death metal. Like, we, we, we're all into all sorts of other shit. And the last few records, it's finally just started, I think, maybe peeking in a little bit uh, into our stuff, you know. And it's never really been like, we're going to start doing this. It's just been this slow progression nobody ever stopped and said let's switch to this i do remember being like i'm gonna i want to do more like i want to experiment with these overtone i keep kept hearing overtones when i do screams on stage and on tours and stuff i would hear like overtones that like almost seems like it would match notes and stuff like that so i was just like hmm what if i actually did that what if i actually made screams turn into melodies and same with the lows even like the low guttural stuff what if i you know, actually hit notes with those and started doing that in a while back, but really making it pop through didn't really start happening until Harvest Floor, Karma Bloody, or uh, uh, Harvest Floor and um, Monolith, really. But you know what, man? Like that stuff, as a vocalist myself, like that stuff is insanely hard to do. I know you've been doing it for a really long time, but you've you've got so many dimensions in your voice that not everyone can do that. It's really bullshit hard. And I think you are probably one of the best metal vocalists out there. You know, oh, you give yourself so much credit, man. Like, it's insanely hard. Thanks, so, I think right, one man. thing, I think one misconception people have is that you have to, that you have to belt it out like crazy. And that's where people get frustrated because they go to do that. And it's just like, fuck, I can't keep up. I don't have the stamina. Mm. How do you do it? Well, I do it via a fucking technique I started when I was 15. <laughs> and it's really just the Melissa Cross, you know, vocal fry techniques. You know, I, I figured that out at shit, I don't know, 16, 17 years old and uh, never stopped. Started doing it with screams and the low stuff. It's, um, and a lot of it is just fucking amplification too. You don't need mm. to blow your fucking voice out going nuts. It's, it really comes down to tech. You gotta have a, for longevity, I mean, to do be able to do four and a half months tours like we've done, you got to have some sort of technique that allows you to hang in there, you know, physically, because it's fucking demanding. If you're just belting out from your lungs, just yelling, it's a great way to lose your voice. And I've toured with dudes that are like, I don't know how you do it. I lost my voice. And then the band, the guy has to take the band has to take a day off. <laughs> it's just like it's because you're doing it wrong right? or you're. If you're doing it like this, then you're not cut out for the road. And that's just how it is. A lot of people don't realize that until they're in the middle of it. Then there's people that, like, fuck, I guess, corpse grinder. Shit, that guy is obviously built to do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he can get away with it if you're this gigantic refrigerator of a person. Like fucking CJ. <laughs> CJ from Die Art is Murder. Yeah. Ex yeah. Excellent example. The guy's got this massive fucking chest. He's got just space in there you know for um for a sound to originate and you know fuck i'm this tiny little guy <laughs> so i had to come up with this you know i had to come up with a fucking technique for me to sound at all anything like our the our death metal predecessors you know that 
the stuff we grew up listening to and fuck man i'll ramble if you let me no no dude like i love hearing you talk about it man i love hearing you talk about it but uh one thing i did um want to ask you about there's all these memes going around at the moment as you probably you know uh gather there's been um a few uh sickness <laughs> things around oh, yeah. and coronaviruses yeah. and things like that but I, I keep seeing this these memes pop up and it's like to do with Death Atlas, and then it's got a uh, Jeff Goldblum. Have yeah, you seen that? That... <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, the funny part about that is that scene has the entire time we recorded Death Atlas. There's this fucking laugh that Jeff Goldblum does in that scene. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Yeah. Where they they like loop it and shit and make funny beats and shit out of it and stuff. That was like Dave and. And uh, Bell and everybody, the entire fucking time we recorded Death Atlas, they just kept doing that (laughs) over and over again. And then the next thing you know, like we released fucking Bring Back the Plague or whatever, and people are using a meme that's from that scene. And we were just like, whoa, what the fuck? It's so weird how shit ties together. The last record, you know, the Anthropocene Extinction. We put that out. Two weeks later, the word Anthropocene is trending. And a lot of images and, and stuff related to um, like like where we got the concept of the cover, the, the albatrosses in the, the Atoll Islands, the Midway Islands and stuff showing up, uh, washing up on shore with filled with plastic. And, and, and as they as they rot, the fucking plastic pieces are, you know, left behind sitting in a mm. bunch of bones and feathers. Um and a lot of those images started popping up. So people are just like, whoa, you guys are fucking prophets. And I'm sitting here just like, it's timing, bro. <laughs> that, we, we, we relate ourselves to current events. We've always, like with merch designs and lyrics, yeah, yeah. whatever, or concepts, whatever, I always try to keep it relevant, you know, to, to today. Whereas some people talk about, you know, fucking the dark ages or whatever. You know, we, I just like to, I think um, reality and current, you know, our current reality is is far more interesting to me than stuff people make up, to be honest. I agree. And it's it's, it's kind of scary at the same time. It's kind of like reminds me of The Simpsons. You know, The Simpsons sort of predicted a whole bunch of stuff too. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a weird way. It's sort yeah. of like fucking crazy, man. But um, do you guys have any ideas for like a, a follow-up to Death Atlas? Maybe like a concept, like Absolutely. a sequel or something? Absolutely. Um, I obviously am not going to talk about it. But oh, uh, come on, man! Uh, it's, we got I got like two fucking years. So the, <laughs> start writing it. I was just telling the last guy that, like, yeah, uh, you know, I already have, you know, what we're gonna do for the next one. Which he was asking me, like, how did you know come up with Death Atlas or whatever? I tend to come up with whatever the next record's gonna be during the record before it. And there's actually like I like to have like little Easter eggs, little things in the lyrics and on the imagery or whatever that kind of like tie the record back to the to the record before it been doing that for shit last five albums or something like that but um yeah i have it all everyone you know everybody said how how are they gonna what what comes after the anthropocene extinction like everybody's dead you know well Mm. we did that and now i have pretty much a solid idea for the next one how it's gonna go and i actually am kind of excited to write it but Literally, I'm not gonna even put my fucking pen to paper for another two years, <laughs> probably. Okay, man. Uh, we got a long ways to go. 
Oh, it's, it's, it's just the one thing, you know, it's sort of like, uh, it's like when you read a good book and then you want to find out what, what happens next. So it's, it's exciting, man, which is good because people are loving what you're doing. So, you know, shit. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm fucking happy. It could have gone, you know, the other way and probably wouldn't be talking right now. But <laughs> luckily, people, no, luckily people are into it. I know we've, we've somewhat split the fan base uh, on this one, but it seems like its majority is being uh, well-received. So um, I'm pretty stoked on that, you know. We're just doing what we want, so to have anybody give a shit is is pretty awesome. You know? Well, we definitely do, man, and we love what you're doing, and uh, we definitely can't wait to see you guys uh, on tour. It's it's coming up real quick, dude. So that kicks off on Thursday, February 13th at the Brightside in Brisbane. Tickets are selling like crazy for that too. That was the one that got upgraded, and I'm going to yeah. be at that one. Can't fucking wait. Thanks for taking the time to hang on the show, man, and uh, we'll see you for some beers real soon. Yeah, for, uh, I, I would like to say one thing. I'm trying to get this into every interview. Um, we're doing a uh, a fundraiser for uh, the Cobargo Wildlife Sanctuary, one of those many sanctuaries, obviously, that got just just destroyed uh, by the recently by the fires. Husband and wife team lost everything. Mm. So we're doing a uh, we're going to be announcing. I believe next next week we're going to be announcing uh, VIP meet and greet kind of ticket upgrades to where you could upgrade your pre-existing ticket and come see the sound check and hang out with us after the sound check for a bit. And we're going to be donating a hundred percent of the profit of that to uh Cobargo as well as to, uh, we're doing a t-shirt through make merchandise in Australia and, uh, the same t-shirt through indie merch in the States wanted to do one on Australian soil so that you guys didn't get hit with shipping, you know, because uh, I know that's a big consideration um, yeah. with fans because it's it, you guys are a big island out in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? You got to put <laughs> it, it costs a lot to have shit shipped there. So tried. Uh, we're working with make merchandise on that. And it's got a really cool, really nice, awesome design that is only going to be available for this one time and then uh, for about a month. And then we will be donating 100 percent of the profits from that to Cobargo as well. So um we just felt weird about coming over to have a good time and play fucking extreme metal talking about the end of the world and yeah. and not do something. You know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. didn't really sit with us right. We managed to scrape this all together at the last minute, and we really can't wait to see everybody. We love playing Australia, and we hope that everybody can come out and uh, take their minds off things for a while and see what happens. It's appreciated, dude. You guys are legends. That is awesome. Thank you so much for putting that together, dude. That's that's mad. I just, That's awesome. It was very. It's. I mean, you guys know more than we do. It's. But it's very. We're on on the road and seeing this shit happen. You just feel helpless. It just sucks. It's depressing. But hey, man, like you guys are gonna come down here, and it definitely does. You know, things like that. A bit of positivity with the. Uh, you know, all getting together and with some yeah. metal and. Dude, yeah. Thanks again for hanging, man. I'll see you next thanks, week. Man. All right. See you soon. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 